0: God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. So, all of us have probably seen a little child who is disappointed or maybe just downright uh, a brat. When not given something he or she wants. All of us have been to Walmart when we see a child throwing a fit and mom looks at the at the ceiling in despair <laughs> and the child wants candy or she she wants a toy or he wants uh, some other thing that mom will not grant and they just throw a fit. Now sometimes we see children but we don't see ourselves. The same child who resents not being given what he wants doesn't realize that everything he or she has has been given him by dad or mom in the first place. So sometimes it's easy to see that from a little child, and yet as adults, sometimes we're exactly the same way with God and we don't even know it. You know, in Deuteronomy chapter 2, we find God's provision. Now, we find God's provision in a wonderful way, the land of Canaan, the land that flowed with milk and honey, the land that God had promised to Israel. And by the way, their premise for all this is that it all belongs to God. It didn't belong to Israel, or the the nations that came before them, or the nations that came before the nations that came before Israel. It belonged to the Creator, God. And that has to be the premise for everything we see and everything we say from Deuteronomy, uh, the book, including this, this chapter. But in Deuteronomy chapter 2, we not only see God's provision, we see God's withholding. So let me show you the contrast, okay? In verse 24, the Bible says this, uh, God is speaking to Israel, Behold, I have given into thy hand. And then he goes on and talks about the The nations before them. Israel didn't take it. Canaan didn't relinquish it. God gave it. God owned it. God owned the land and God gave it to them. Now, it's interesting to note that uh, in verse um, uh, 22, the Bible says um, of of previous nations, uh, the children of Esau, which dwelt in Seir, when he destroyed the, the Horems from before them, they succeeded them and dwelt in their stead until this day. So, even the the nations that the Israel found in Canaan, even those, were not the original occupants. In fact, the Bible says of the descendants of Esau that they succeeded uh, another nation. What does it mean to succeed? Well, we often think it means to to win, to be victorious, and and it of course can can mean that, but it also means to come in succession, to be the next one on the scene. They dwelt in their stead. They took the place of the people that were dispossessed. We're not talking about Israel. We're talking about Esau and his descendants. And that is the context uh, in which we find the verse that says, God says, I have given unto you the the, the land. So God was uh, giving them the land to succeed in the sense that they came next or dwelt in the stead of the people who'd been there before. This was all at God's provision. God delivered. Verse 36 says, There was not one city too strong for us. The Lord our God delivered all unto us. So as, as there's a recounting of God's dealing with these people, uh, they are told the Lord our God delivered. He's the one that delivered. Okay, so God gave. We didn't take, uh, they didn't give, God delivered. Okay, then verse 37 in contrast says this, Only into the land of the children of Ammon thou camest not, speaking to Israel, nor unto any place of the river Jabbok, nor unto the cities in the mountains, nor unto whatsoever the Lord our God forbade us. So God had given land and God also had withheld land. And so we find that what they succeeded, who they succeeded, was a matter of God's intent and God's plan. Now, there's more to this than we're going to see in Deuteronomy 2. If we're going to say right here. Uh, God had a long history in, in many cases with the people that were already in the land of Canaan. Suffice it to say that success is taking what God provides without fear and without pride. And when I say success, I mean that both in the sense of one triumphs and I also mean it in the sense of you are succeeding what, what came before you. All of us are in a world in which people will be here after us and people were be here before us. How do you find your place? How do you find success in that sense? Success is taking what God provides without fear and without pride. Uh, they were tempted, these children of Israel, to fear the giants in the land, and yet God said, Look, don't fear them, I'm going before you. The time would come when they would be tempted to become smug and think, Well, hey, I've got these houses, I've got these fields, I've, you know, I've got this land, and God says there's coming a time where you're going to have fields you didn't plant, houses you didn't build, uh, success you didn't deserve, and I am the one that provided this for you, so neither pride nor, nor fear, um, and it's a matter of regarding what God has given uh, with gratitude and contentment and regarding what God has not given with, with uh, gratitude and contentment. So many people, they have so much, and yet there's no contentment, there's no gratitude because they don't realize that God is the great giver. Other people, they feel smug, as if, look what I've done, as if it's a matter purely of their talent, their vigor, their their virtues, their values. You know, even the gifts you have, God God gave them to you. Now, you can use them or you can lose them. You can squander them or you can... You can enhance them by, by hard work. But the truth is, a, a place to begin in life is realizing that God is the creator. God is the owner. God is the sustainer. And whatever I do have, whatever I, whatever I do not have, ought to be a function of what God has provided or God has forbidden. Look, nothing that God forbids is good for me ultimately. and Nothing that God provides is to be taken for granted. Success is taking what God provides without fear and without pride. It's regarding what God has not given with gratitude and with contentment. Are you doing that today? Are you content? Are you grateful? And are you living in confidence and humility?